Hey there, I'm Gilad Barash, and welcome to Who's Your Data, the podcast that deals with how data influences life and how life influences data, the human side of data analytics. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Who's Your Data. October 11th is National Coming Out Day, and to celebrate the occasion, I'm recording a special episode. To the extent that Who's Your Data is a series of interviews about how life affects data and how data affects life, this episode will be light on the data and heavy on, well, the life. And it's just me, no guests. I wanted to give you my take on what it means to come out in the workplace. But fittingly, first some data. In the U.S., almost half of LGBT workers have experienced discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity in the workplace. And this is especially true for our trans brothers and sisters who experience even more of this than the other LG and B employees. As a result, about half of U.S. LGBT workers are not out to their supervisors, and a quarter of them are not out to anyone else at work. LGBT employees often change their behavior at work to avoid or minimize attention to stigmatized behaviors. This is known as code switching or covering. You may change the tone of your voice, lower it or raise it. You may wear clothes that do not truly reflect your personality and your identity. You may change the way that you walk to make yourself less conspicuous. So there are a lot of reasons to not come out at work, but what are the effects of such a strategy? You end up spending a lot of mental and emotional energy on locking away part of who you are. You avoid conversations that help bond and network with coworkers, leading to a sense of loneliness and isolation from the company culture. You may decide to join, but play the pronoun game saying they instead of he or she when discussing your significant other. And you will make less friends at work. This can lead to you know, depression and distraction and stress that gets in the way of doing your job. 20 years ago, when I started my first job in the US, I was an immigrant on a work visa. And though I was completely out in my personal life, my family and friends had all met my boyfriend, I was not out at work. There were other gay guys at work and we would see each other at the popular Friday afternoon happy hour spot in the gayberhood. But at work, the first rule of Fight Club was you didn't talk about Fight Club, at least not when your straight coworkers could listen. And when I learned one day that one of the gay coworkers had gossiped about me to a straight colleague, telling her that he had seen me at the gay happy hour, I felt very vulnerable and betrayed because I didn't know what the consequences of that might be for my career, my visa. It wasn't all bad, of course. Luckily, I did make three girlfriends that I could trust at work, and with them, I could be my true self. Shout out to my mohos, you know who you are. And that made a big difference to my spirit. Like I said, it was very isolating, but I managed to get away with it until the day that my boss asked me to add an emergency contact to a spreadsheet he was creating for the team. Now, being an immigrant, I didn't have any family there, so everybody knew that. The only person I had that I could possibly put on that sheet that made sense was my boyfriend. And so I had to stand there and make the decision. Am I ready to do this? Am I ready to name this person who nobody knows about and who I don't know how people will feel about? And I did it. Very anticlimactic. My manager was very accepting. The team was very accepting. I haven't looked back since. But it's a dilemma that straight people don't have to face. So when that day comes like it came for me, when you decide to come out, what happens? Is there a parade? There should be. Is there glitter and confetti? There should be, but there isn't. No, you just tell someone 
And then you end up telling another someone and another someone. Even when we come out, it's a very conscious decision that we're faced with every day. We don't come out just once. We come out continuously every single day in every new situation. Every new coworker that comes into the workplace that doesn't know. Every new office that we go to work at. Every client, every new friend that we might meet in the straight happy hour bar. Every day we have situations where we have to do the math. Should I come out? Does it make sense? Does it not? Does it matter even? Will I ever see this person again? Am I in a, am I in a safe place? For some people, that decision becomes a lot easier over time. I know that for me today, after being out for like 500 years, I don't care. If you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Your lack of acceptance is your problem, not mine. For some people, that decision becomes a lot easier over time. For me today, after being out for like 500 years, I don't care. If you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Your lack of acceptance is your problem, not mine. In fact, today, I use coming out as a manner of vetting people by putting it out there as early as possible. If you have a problem with it, then we best not be friends to begin with, right? In my opinion, that math gets done a lot quicker, but I'm not sure it ever really goes away. All of this is to say two things. The first, to my LGBT brothers and sisters. A wise friend who made one of the first lesbian romantic comedy films where the sexuality of the main characters was just a byproduct of the plot and not the main issue. It's called A Family Affair. Check it out. I don't know where, but uh, it's on IMDb and it was really ahead of its time. But as she once told me, be the change that you want to be. And that means if you dream of a day when being LGBT at work is not a big deal, then you act like it isn't. Representation matters. Visibility matters. Be loud and be proud. And to my straight brothers and sisters, that it's important to let people be their true selves in the workplace so that they have the emotional and mental bandwidth to do the best job that they can without distraction. We also have to be careful about language and casual jokes that we make, because even though we may think that the workplace is quote unquote inclusive, we have to make sure that people really do feel that way. And about that. While it's important to have our differences represented in the organization, it is just as important to have communities of those differences. It's important that when you think about diversity and inclusion in the workplace, you don't feel that you've solved it at your company because you hired the token black employee or the token LGBT employee and you managed to check a box on your diversity quota because they will still feel isolated. It's important that we have other voices that are similar to ours and that we feel we are part of a community at work. It is the existence of these communities that brings the power of diversity to the workplace. Anyway, I'm getting off my glitter and rhinestone encrusted soapbox. Coming out is a very personal decision and nobody can make that determination of when it's the right time to do that but the person themselves. If you are thinking about coming out, I know it's a process that has lots of challenges, but all I can tell you is that at the other side of that, you will find people, gay, straight, and everything in between, who are your tribe and who you can be your true authentic self with. Happy National Coming Out Day. Well, thanks for joining us today and listening to this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. And if you have any questions you'd like addressed, send them to now at gmail.com. That's who's your data now, all one word, at gmail.com. Thanks and see you next time on Who's Your Data?